What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Southpaw's Tales from the Barstool. I am your host and founder, J.D. Tierney. I am also the owner of Southpaw Leisure Concepts, the business which helps support this shit show. Uh, to my right, as always, is my beautiful and funny wife, Kat. Go ahead and say hi. Hello, everybody. So my name is Kat. I'm J.D.'s funny and hot wife, or however he introduced me. And I have a joke to start off the show. Since we're bringing Frank on and he makes crayons that are edible, I have a crayon joke. So why does a nurse carry a red crayon around in her pocket? Why? So she can draw blood. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Come on, that's funny. That is... Oh, my God. You're welcome, people. You're welcome. So um, if you're watching this, please make sure you smash that share button. I've always wanted to say smash it because apparently that's what all the YouTubers do is they smash that share button. So smash that share button. Uh, or just tap, 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 or whatever. <laughs> or tap it, yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, make sure you go to streamyard.com slash Facebook and give them permission to uh, see your profile name. They don't do anything else on your Facebook. Uh, we just can't see who the fuck you are unless you go and do that. So please make sure you do that. Um, tonight we have... Uh, Frank Manto coming on. He is the uh, co-founder of Crayons Ready to Eat. We'll talk about that shortly. But uh, let's do what we do every time and bring up our uh, our ingredients for our first or for our nightly drink, which is going to be a watermelon limeade. Uh, something refreshing here in South Texas. It is just absolutely stupid hot recently, and it's been raining a lot. So it's, it's like, true. You walk outside, you feel like you get slapped in the face by a hot wash rag. So and this is. Kind my go-to it's one of those you know everybody's got that drink they can drink all night not get chocolate wasted well that's this is mine i can drink this all night i don't feel like crap the next day and i don't get drunk to the point where i start a fight so it's awesome and one of the good things is watermelon rum you can get some off brands of it Mm -hmm. that are just as tasty and very very uh cost effective yeah my parents got me this one uh it's uh what admiral something's this is uh, Admiral Nelson's watermelon Admiral rum. Nelson's. It's very similar to other some of the other name brands of, of spice and flavored rums you might know. Might know. Oh my god, we haven't even pre-gamed and I can't talk. <laughs> Captain Morgan makes a good one, but this uh, this one is it's very comparable to the more expensive ones, and it's a fraction of the price. And they aren't sponsoring me, but I will sell out. Yes, absolutely. So you're going to start off with an ounce and a half of the uh, watermelon rum here. More, please. Well, that's adorable. I usually put a lot more. Yeah, I'm going to top her off with some extra love, but I bet he is, dirty (laughs) bitch. (laughs) Okay, that's just, I don't like the noise. (laughs) You're going to put a half ounce of simple syrup, which is just equal parts of water and sugar. You don't need that. <laughs> Damn it. Some lime juice. I'm on a diet, man. And then we're going to top off with lemon lime soda. We are using um, 7-Up Zero Sugar because... Wait, where's my lime? You didn't put that on top? Do you want me to put it in now? I'm asking. Put it on top. So you can use a lime wedge. What we do is use the true lime or whatever it's called. These little packets is... here. This is actually just it's dehydrated lime. lime chunks and what it, <laughs> oh my God. it doesn't sound as appetizing when i say it but this stuff is actually really good it's especially chunk of lime. If, if you if you have beer that you want to put some lime or something in and you don't you don't have the room to carry limes these little packets yeah. are freaking amazing i have some in my purse at all times 
Yeah, it's a uh, true lime. You can get it at uh, your local Walmart, Costco, Kroger, ATBs. That was very politically be. correct of you. <laughs> Not bringing up one store. Kroger? Kroger. Kroger. The Piggly Wiggly. I'm sure the Piggly Wiggly's got it. Maybe. For uh, for the people in the Deep South. Piggly Wiggly. And then, yeah, you top it off with your soda there. Glug, 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 glug. So Super. while we're testing this out, um, as a reminder, make sure that you join the uh, Facebook group, Southpaw's Tales from the Barstool. Don't forget to agree to the rules. We have almost 700 people pending right now because they won't agree to the rules. Um, as soon as we reach 1,000 members, yeah. we are going to be doing a giveaway, which includes this uh, custom whiskey stone set, some hats, and we have some shirts on the waves. Boom! Hats. So, Actually, this is my fave. And it's got the American flag on the back, so it's pretty dang awesome, people. And we've signed it because that's who we are. Yeah, because because we're pretty famous. Look on our block. Our money is no good here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and move forward here with our sponsors. We're gonna open up with the uh, Legion of Loan Officers, founded by Air Force Security Forces veteran Nick Carpenter. Um, he has a book called the uh, Loan Officer Strategy Guide. You can find it loanofficerstrategyguide.com. Um, what it does, it helps you find leads and not just leads, but leads that convert and pay and make you money. Um, I actually use a lot of his knowledge, even though I'm not in realty. Um, I, I use it for my business and it, and it works. So uh, you can go to uh, facebook.com slash legion of loan officers to get more information as well. Uh, next sponsor is Gunner Gray Furniture Fusion, founded by John Oda. Um, it's professional custom woodworking, uh, bespoke furniture, kitchens, built-ins, um, all kinds of just beautiful, beautiful stuff that can be family heirlooms. It, it's made out of real wood, not Gorgeous. Ikea particle board bullshit. Uh, you can contact him at 508-847-1390. We're going to have to talk about your like Ikea hatred. It's like you're, you and the antioxidants or whatever. Fuck oxidants, man. I have a very antioxidant stance, <laughs> but back on track. <laughs> you can also go to GunnerGray.com, Instagram at Gunner underscore Gray, or Facebook at Gunner Gray FF. Our next sponsor is Soldier Girl Coffee Company, founded by Army veteran uh, Carrie Beavers. She has CBD-infused coffees, and damn it, Carrie, Again. Carrie, text me, message me, do something so I don't forget just to order, because I need him. some. Just, yeah, just charge me. Jesus. Charge him. Uh, but she has CBD-infused French vanilla cream, CBD-infused snickerdoodle. Snickerdoodle, Carrie. Give me some snickerdoodle. Uh, CBD-infused 100% Colombian and non-infused 100% Colombian coffee. All the hemp is... Uh, I was going to say born in the USA, but it's uh, grown in the it's, U.S. It's born and bred it's, right uh, here in the U.S. of A. <laughs> it's THC free, so you don't have to worry about popping hot on a piss test or anything like that. It's good stuff. You can find more information at sgcoffee.co. Don't go to .com because it's not going to take you there. Uh, you can also go to Facebook at Soldier Girl Coffee yeah. Company. And then our final sponsor is the Warhorse Legacy Foundation. They're fostering healing in veterans, their families, and communities with PTSD horses. The horses do not have PTSD. Do not <laughs> take it the wrong way. It's uh, They're there to help. You know what? You know what? Stop hating on those PTSD horses. If hey, they have PTSD, they, they knew what, those horses knew what they were signing up for when they did it. Maybe they're having a bad... When they raised their right hoof. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but they have programs anywhere from a 30 minute ride, 90 minute rides <laughs> all the way up to, uh, teaching, uh, these, uh, these soldiers, sailors, airmen, and other people and their families, how to train the horses and, and giving them a mission 
after the mission. You can find them at warhorselegacy.org. You can go to facebook.com slash warhorselegacy or you can call them directly at five, uh, not five. Five. Oh, fucking retarded. Five, five, five. No. Is, is that a five right there? None of those are five. Yeah. There's not one five. <laughs> There's 10 digits in that phone oh, number. No more five. He's so, having a stroke, people. Yeah. So you can call them at 479 634 2119. Good job. And with that, we're going to go and bring our guest on, Mr. Frank. Say hello. Hello, everybody. It is the resident crayon eater. <laughs> as he's enjoying one as he talks to us. So, Frank, you come on the show a lot and make some pretty badass comments that uh, we're not going to talk about right now. So, you <laughs> work, uh, we're going to give you three minutes to razzle and dazzle us, babe. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right, go for it. So, as you have not known, or you may know, I name, my name is Frank Manto. I am the CEO and co-founder of Crayons Ready to Eat. We have made the first edible, colorable chocolate crayons. Yes, I said edible, colorable chocolate called Crayons Ready to Eat. Our packaging even looks like the meals ready to eat from the military when I was in. And yes, they are edible, and they are truly colorable. And if you can see right there, I just colored with it. Oh, you just ate it. Do you seriously what? color with it? It's not just like a, a colored. <laughs> that is so cool. You see it. I colored it. I ate it. Next but thing no. you know, we're not going to be, call, be calling the Marines uh, crayon eaters anymore. It's going to be paper lickers. <laughs> <laughs> Let him finish his peel. So, yeah. So, we are, you can find us at crayonsreadytoeat.com. We're on every social media platform. Just do a search crayonsreadytoeat.com and join us. Follow along on the journey. Right now, we are not selling our crayons. I apologize. You cannot get these delicious yumminesses just yet. We are working on that. We are crowdfunding. Go to our website. At the top, you can see the link that will take you to our crowdfunding to help us raise the money so we can get into the state and FDA approved facility to be able to ship our yummy, delicious crayons out to you and everybody. Buy some of our shirts or shirts are coming. Buy some of our um, stickers. And we also have leather patches on there made by no other than JD. You can buy those on our website as well. We got stickers. You got a free downloadable coloring sheet. Appreciate your support. (laughs) Follow along. And that is me. And that is my company with my team that I have there with me. (laughs) I'm on. And Frank, you've got a lot of friends on here. And they all say Facebook users. Y'all go to (laughs) StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook. Give us permission to use your name so that Frank can see who's talking. Basically, if you go to the top of of the the feed that you're watching right now in the description, all you got to do is click that link and then click StreamYard, and then you don't have to do anything else. It gives you permission. It takes you right back here. So, Frank, I am a civilian. I did not serve, and I have asked so many Marines why y'all are called crayon eaters, and not one can tell me, but you have a theory, right? So, yes, I have a theory. I got out in 02. We were not called crayon eaters. We were called jarheads, devil dogs, ground pounders, bullets, sponges, killers. You name it. That's pretty much what we were called. And I didn't know. The only reason I started out being on social media is because I had kids. You know, they're now older. So I had to keep track of them and see what they were doing. 
And then occasionally, you know, as you have it in your bio or anything that says Marine, some of these things would pop up. And I started in, in about 2016, I started getting heavily into social media myself and kind of seeing where this is going. And um, I started seeing the memes, the memes and videos of Marines actually eating crayons. And I'm like, all right, apparently we're now called crayon eaters. All right, well, you know, in true Marine fashion, we embrace every damn joke that's out there about us. Naturally. So I really couldn't figure out what it was. I'm like, so I started thinking, once I started researching to create this idea and finding all the these memes and everything out of there, it's like when we were younger. Now, I'm 44. Most of you, know, if you're younger than that, you're, like, you're, early, you're really young, you're not going to know the term. But the weird kids were actually called window lickers. So, us Marines. That's, that's not a term some, anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, like I, I, I said, I, I don't hang around the. I don't hang around the young kids anymore. But I was one of the window so, lickers. <laughs> so, you know, I am a Marine, so you never know what might have happened. <laughs> but um, so I started figuring it out. We do some weird, stupid, outlandish shit. We have actually had Marines during typhoon season in Okinawa, Japan, think it's a great idea to get drunk in lockdown and climb, get up to the you know third, third story of the building and decide to use this thing that's behind me that's called a, po- a poncho liner, not a whoopee. A whoopee. It's a poncho it's a liner. No, it's, it's a, a poncho liner. It's a fucking Anyhow, <laughs> to think it's cool to use it and try to use it as a parachute and jump down three stories. No. Nine... Yes, 9.9 times out of 10, it doesn't work. 9.99. That's assuming it worked. (laughs) 60% of the time, it works all the time. (laughs) No, 0.1%, it may work. No, no, y'all, no. (laughs) See, and and what's what's so crazy, and I find this just because my brother was, was Army, my dad was Navy, I was Air Force, um, Many, many of my friends and colleagues are Marines, and every branch has people that do really, really stupid shit. Look, and and how the Marines got got that the the stigma? the reputation the and the stigma of it, yeah. of it versus because I tell you, I I did some really really stupid. Maybe we we were just smart enough not to get caught doing all the stupid and shit. And I've said this before, people. I work medical field. If you try to use a poncho like for fucking Mary Poppins off of your roof, and you wind up in the emergency room, for the love of God, lie. Oh, you mean a whoopee? That will be on your because <laughs> that will be on your it's medical record. Did you know in the emergency room, whatever you write down goes as your diagnosis until they do an official diagnosis? Do you want? Try to use my whoopee as a freaking parachute? No, people don't do it. Oh, y'all want to now. I hear you laughing. Well, since we've embraced the joke, I've made sure that we've kept the names alive and we've paid homage to all military branches by naming each and one of every one of our crayons. Okay. Oh, really? So, yes, we have named each color after each military branch. All right. So. So I, I do want you. I, I've heard the names. She has not. Um, I do want you to save Space Force for last because that one is is okay. So you got to that you gives gotta me full me. chub. You got to tell me <laughs> what are they? Alrighty. So we have every single branch. We have Jarhead Red for the Marines. <laughs> okay. We have Squid Blue for the Navy. 
because <laughs> without the Navy, Uber wouldn't have been created. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> we have dog face green because most of the army folks are pretty ugly. Yeah. We have fly, we have Flyboy yellow because that's all they do is sit up there and fly around. There's not really much else they can do in the Air Force. And then we have Puddle Pirate Orange for the Coast Guard. <laughs> <laughs> also down there, just putting around in that water. Okay, and before then- before you move on there, I have to say something about the Coast Guard. I stopped making fun of the Coast Guard last year when that dude was, uh, the Coast Guard was chasing the, the drug smugglers oh, with yeah. the submarine, and there was a Coast Guard guy that jumped on top of the submarine that was like barely out of the water, going like 30 fucking knots. He's holding on with one hand and punching the door to get into it. And I'm like, dude, that's that, that dude made that the, the Coast Guard was an officially a it's branch like at that Star point. Wars. It's like, it's like they Disney took over and brought uh, Darth Vader's balls back. Well, that guy brought the balls back to the Coast Guard. So God bless you, sir, whoever you are. Yep. <laughs> okay. Now, um, what's the others? Is there others? There's one more. Now, mind you, up until this point, everybody that has been able to try our crayons has only experienced the first five branches. Since President Trump has introduced the Space Force, we thought it was only fitting that we gave the Space Force their official nickname, and we released that once we were able to start shipping. It is We have dubbed them Space Cadet White. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god oh man is, is the infantry going to be called stormtroopers that would be so fucking rad the space force infantry oh my gosh no. oh that would be that would be hilarious or starship troopers trooper johnny rico Come oh on. my gosh i know what you're talking about <laughs> seriously there's no bugs in the galaxy they're gonna be well maybe there are who fuck if i know yeah, they, they, might they might have just using the swords. Aha! I see your swords is as big as mine. <laughs> see, that I'd go for. Let's call them space balls. Let's do that. Let's call them space balls. They got the white helmets, you know? Lord helmet. <laughs> we do have to cater to children, so we had to keep the names kind of clean. <laughs> Makes sense. Speaking Makes sense. Of, of, of space balls, uh, did you know that... Mel Brooks, he got permission from George Lucas to make make the uh, make the movie Spaceballs and, and have it based around loosely like Star spoof. Wars. Yes, it's a spoof. And um, the one thing that George Lucas said was, "You are not allowed to have any of your characters look like Han Solo." <gasps> Shut so, up. So that is why Lone Star is dressed like Indiana Jones. That Go is back and watch it. Hilarious. Yes. Hilarious. I love it. Perfect. Not very many people know that. I that is my I favorite mean, movie. I'm, I was about to say, I'm a huge Mel Brooks fan, and I didn't know that. So good for you, babe. Good for you. Yay. <laughs> I have my, that was my brownie point for the day. I'm getting some nookie. <laughs> Don't go. I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I do love you again today, so that's a good thing. Yeah, last week you didn't love me at <laughs> I all. did not love JD at all last week. Right, she had a visitor. Wow, putting my shit out there. You God. put it out there no, last week. I didn't. Week. I just didn't. I didn't say that. I said just sometimes I didn't like you so much. I didn't love you. Damn. <laughs> God, I'm not putting your crap out there. So, 
So JD's got a sweaty ass crack. I don't think he showers since you get back from the gym. You're welcome. Anything else? Yeah, I'm, I'm not ashamed of that. I went to the gym. How about you, Frank? Do you have a sweaty ass crack right now? Are you on I've your period? I've been at work all day. Anything? I've got a sweaty I work in an auto parts store. Come on, I'm walking around carrying parts all the damn time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's got a shop tank for sure. Ooh, yum. Yeah. Shop yeah. tank. That's my second favorite tank. So, <laughs> so uh, you were in the Marines and then you got out and then now you're in, in California. How the fuck did that? Why yes. does I, I, I never understood why anybody would voluntarily move to California. So. I, I did one of the stupidest things that anybody can do, and I would highly recommend nobody doing this. So I was a single dad, two teenage kids. Their life wasn't the greatest back there. Their biological mother did not allow them to get involved in anything because she would show up and create problems. I literally had to give them cell phones at the ages of 8 and 11 because so, there was constantly running. But anyhow, so I finally would just like, screw it. I'm, I, I moved back there because that's what I knew when I got out of the Marine Corps. It's where I knew it. It's where I went. And I just like, you know what? I need to get my kids a new start. And I ended up giving the house back to the, I was on a land contract. I said, here, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving the state. I literally flipped a coin and it was either Paris, Kentucky or San Diego, California. Now, Paris was selfish because I loved to hunt and fish. San Diego was to give them the experiences. My daughter was into photography. My son was still trying to figure out what he wanted to do, that you could go up to the hills and catch the snow. You can go to the out to the, you know, hit the beach. You can go down to the desert. Within an hour or less time frame, you could have every freaking thing that you wanted and a lot of experiences and seeing stuff and everything else. So I took $4,000, bought a one-way ticket, put the house in storage, packed up bags, and landed in Hotel Circle in San Diego with no job, no vehicle, didn't know anybody, and hit the ground running. And I'm still here eight years later. Well, to be able to survive in a state that is so heavily heavily regulated and taxed with nothing when you're starting, I mean, that shows something about your character and, and your your gumption. I, I, I hey. just turned into my great-grandfather and used the term gumption. Good for you, man. Hey, I love that word. And hey. I'm a Second Amendment advocate. I, I'm legally able to own a firearm here. So it's not like you can't stop not owning one. You're just limited to what you can get. But, Got it. you know, you follow the rules and you're okay. Or you but have the experience of, of, of following the rules and you're okay. Yeah. But eventually I will be out of here. And actually, oh. I'll, I'll talk a lot of shit about uh, California. And Jason had mentioned something um, in the comments, but I, I definitely agree. California is absolutely gorgeous. You have the Sequoias, you have the Tetons, you have the co the entire coastline, the mountains, the desert. So many different things to do, and it's just unfortunately the people ruined the it. wine, the wine. Yeah, yeah, he forgot the wine. Well, there's wine at all those places I named. <laughs> Every yeah, last I'm, one. I'm, 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 I'm not a wine fan, and I'm not a, yeah, I just, no. Too much foo-foo out here. <laughs> what? You're not enjoying those microbreweries? I bet I thought you'd love that shit. Microbreweries I... out here, are, are they're, they're like Starbucks. <laughs> they're everywhere, and they suck. <laughs> IPAs are like, just, I can't stand them. I'm sorry me if neither. you like an IPA. But me, nope, not happening. Give nope. me a freaking nice, cold, 
you know, give me a, the redneck champagne, a Miller light, or give me a freaking Coors light. Preferably I would rather have moonshine, but you know, and, and ultimately when it comes to beers and we had talked about this and this is your chance to carry on with that JD is I'm going back to Ohio next week to visit. and I'm getting me a yingling. If you haven't had yingling, that is a really good beer. I haven't had one, so can't speak to it, but I'm sure J.D. has a You have it. You had a yingling when we went to, um, when your parents rented the place on the beach in Arkansas? Or in Alabama, I mean? I don't, Ar- Arkansas, I don't there's remember probably. that. We went to that bar, like, right across from the subdivision, and we had yinglings there. Because I was like, hey, you got to try yingling. They're, they're nothing to remember. And look, you don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> That's just mean, man. He's, he's setting me up for failure. That may or may not have happened, okay? Like, you're just... <laughs> Man, that's rough, dude. I remember the duck farts that my parents got us. Oh, God, Mom those dad, shots are watching, horrible. It's fine. I, I don't mind it. I mean, they're not horrible. I've definitely had worse, but oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've had way worse. Oh, my gosh. Yes. But yeah, that's my parents like drink a choice is a duck fart. So I remember that. I don't think I've had yingling. You, you've had it. I guarantee it. Yeah. I don't know. We'll with, see. with that, you want to go into unpopular opinions? Yeah, we can do that. So anybody well, that's watching. Let me say show, thank you to Mark. Mark made a comment. I want to say thank you to Mark and Jason. He had talked about the uh, donkey show in, in New Mexico. And <laughs> I've never seen the donkey show, but in Japan, if you see the quarter show, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. The quarter, quarter show. show, like she makes change for a dollar or something like all the bananas, uh, the yes. ping pong. Yes. Yeah. No! Yep. All the, the banana show. Yep. What is up so, with- yeah. Smoke rings in the dark. Yeah. Yep. Smoke rings in the dark. Yeah. There's there's uh there's dancers in certain countries that can uh, inhale a cigarette or a cigar through their hoo ha, and blow smoke rings from it. Yep, it's a legitimate profession. Is it? Yes, it when is. is it too? Late? I just want to know if it was a degree or oh, is it a when trade is it school? Too late to change things on your bucket list. Whoever <laughs> <laughs> what, wanting, wanting to watch that or wanting to do that. Mm, I'll let you know. During that. <laughs> no, I, that is bizarre. <laughs> that is bizarre. That is for sure. So yes, we could do unpopular opinion to answer. So we're going to go into unpopular opinion just because what you were talking about just leads right into mine, and I and go ahead and do yours. Yeah. I think Yingling is is nothing to really write home about. It's it's not Shiner. It's definitely not as good as Shiner. You clearly don't agree with him. Well, I haven't had Shiner. So right now I would have to say he's entitled to that. But But you like Yingling. I've had Yingling. I like Yingling. Yes, it is my preferred beer of choice. Well, Yingling has has a cult following the way Shiner does. And just like Shiner, where you can't get it in certain places, Yingling, you can't get. Awesome. So it, it's it both have cultish followings. And I'm of the Shiner camp. And Yingling can suck a huge one. Hmm. I'm from neither. I'm Switzerland here, people. <laughs> stuck in between these little bastards who's stuck on their beers. All right, you ready for mine then? Since yes. y'all clearly disagree and there's tension, sexual tension, I can cut it with a knife. So, because Frank's on here and he makes white chocolate crayons, my unpopular opinion, I only really like dark chocolate. I know I'm a girl and I only like one kind of chocolate. It's so bad. Yeah, dark chocolate's gross. Dark chocolate is awesome. <clears throat> okay. I, I can't stand dark chocolate. It's got to be regular milk chocolate. But <laughs> yep. you haven't tried it. You haven't tried our crayons yet. 
So I will, you can't I will knock it till you try it. I will definitely try. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not one of those that's like, I don't like it. I'm not going to try it. No, I'll definitely try it. You might prove me wrong. Maybe I'll like your crayons in my mouth, Frank. Maybe it'll be delicious. Maybe I'll hate it. <laughs> okay. For, for the beard thing, let's see. Jason, uh, Mark. Dark chocolate. Uh, Keith Not and girl. Facebook user all agreed that Shiner was better. Mm. Looks like I'm going to have to take a visit down there and try and that's, it. That's some of our peers. So, so, and then let's see. And you've got some people agreeing with you about the dark chocolate. Uh, Facebook user says dark chocolate is better. Hey, if you're uh, watching this, please go to StreamYard.com slash Facebook. And yes, dark give chocolate is amazing with wine, especially like a sweeter wine. The dark chocolate balances it out and it winds up tasting like almost like chocolate covered strawberries. It's amazing. My dad gets like super dark chocolate and port wine and it is like... I, I will agree with that. So that, that dark chocolate and wine red paired wine. together make both of them tolerable. Like sweet, sweet red wine. Mm, yummy. Love it. What about you, Frank? You got an unpopular opinion you want to share? I just roll with it. So, no, not really. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. No. <laughs> Thanks nope. for joining, joining us, Frank. We appreciate it. I just, I just roll with it. I, and for I, that reason, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. So. so Oh, go ahead. Oh, go, go right ahead. ahead. Oh, my gosh. Really? We both have something to say at the same time. Go. go. Okay. So I had a question for you, Frank. So uh, JD said you introduced him to some clubhouse thing. Um, so what is it for? Is it for networking? Like what the, what is, what is clubhouse? I call it radio meets networking on steroids. That's actually a very apt thing. Um, Frank wasn't the one that, that necessarily introduced me to it. There's there's a lot of people in our network. You just told me he was. No, that he's one of the ones that, like, we've communicated there already. And I've only been on for, like, 24 hours. So, but, yeah, what the way you describe it is actually a very Okay, very so can you way. explain it? He just did. Say it again. I heard it, but that doesn't it's explain what it is. Radio meets networking on steroids. So is it a radio station you call into? Is it a website? Like y'all aren't explaining no, shit. No. So basically you go in and and there's different rooms and they're called like clubhouses. Like chat rooms? Like we're going back. No, to- it's, it's all audio. So basically audio it's like, and then you have like everybody's icons or avatars or whatever you want to call it. And then you have your your speakers and your moderators, and then you have the people that are in the audience. And the people that are in the audience can raise their hands, and and if the moderators feel like it, they can bring you up to the stage to talk. And when you're in part of the audience, you can't talk; you can only listen. But it puts you in a position to where you can uh, talk to Grant Cardone, Elon Musk, you know, people that you would normally never, ever, ever have a chance to communicate with one on one. So, Frank, have you been called up to the microphone? so to speak, on, on Clubhouse? More than you can imagine. So anyone- I have become a pretty good, you know, around the community in there, and I get caught up a lot, and especially to talk about the crowns, and especially when I changed my profile picture, you know, that became a good old staple, and now finally I can introduce the guy that did my hat, so he's on there. That's very true. So what, who is the most interesting person you met on there? I would say... The most interesting person I met on there would have to be, um, she's very energetic, 
very knowledgeable. She's done a lot of different things. Is um, Forbes Riley? Forbes. She's done a lot of things on Shopping Network. She is like amazingly funny, you know, down to earth, just well connected, and everything else. And I've chatted with Grant Cardone. I've been able to, you know, have a slight conversation with uh, Gary V on there. And but ultimately, it would have to be those of us in the Veteran Network, um, DP. Eric Ranks, Joey Mack from the Momo Cigar Lounge, Eric Ranks, of course, for Veterans Connection, um, and just people in that, you know, of our our group that expanded outside of, that I really wasn't active in the Vetchpreneur Tribe, that I now know that are on Clubhouse and I'm interacting with them and things like that. And, you know, it, it, it has been a massive game changer, not only for me personally, but for my business. Literally, when I got on, I was still in hiatus, not being able to do anything and waiting for COVID regulations to allow us to do stuff. And literally in days, I went from just being, you know, a registered partnership with the local entity to being an LLC, crowdfunding, freaking having, you know, uh, moving forward and getting connections, getting information, getting things set up in weeks time period. It was just phenomenal. You know what the weirdest thing I find about about Clubhouse though is is it it's strictly audio. There's no texting. There's no video. Nothing. It's just this. It's just talking. But the amount of people that you hear that have said probably the same exact phrase over and over it sounds so rehearsed. It, it actually sounds like they're B movie actors. What is it? Like, like, oh, like wait. when they're like when they're pitching their stuff, oh, or yeah, they're yeah, yeah, they're yeah, yeah, saying yeah, who it. they are or what company they represent. Okay, and it's just like, hi, I am Steve, and I am the owner of. And it's just like, come on, man, just mm-hmm. so. Here, here's why, because a lot of people were on their business aspect and business oriented. When it originally started out, there was these high rollers, these investors, and these things like that. And they were teaching business owners. And a lot of these people on there are business owners, majority of them, <laughs> or they have some wealth, wealth around of it. And yes, I said majority wrong. Okay. I'm from Ohio. I'm allowed to say majority wrong. Okay. But anywho, um, so they, they help you develop to be able to do basically your elevator pitch. If you were standing in an elevator with, um, you know, anybody that you wanted to potentially buy your stuff or invest into your company, you're going to have a short, you know, one minute or less pitch. And they've, we've all developed that cadence and to get the information out there, boom, boom, one and done and go out there. And we know that certain rooms, we don't do that. We, we, you know, it's like, no, we're not, we're here just to shoot the shit. We're not here to freaking pitch anything. But a lot of those are in there to say, Hey, this is what I've got. This is what I am. This is what I need. And this is what I want from you. Oh, I completely understand having your pitch down, and I agree with that a gazillion percent. Do you, though? Because I see you having one of two pitches, J.D. I see you having either the come on pitch or the it works. "Hmm?" (laughs) They both work, so why screw with science? No, but but my my issue with it is is there's there's no inflection and there's no emotion in the way that they pitch themselves and their companies. And it's hard to get about real. It's hard to get excited for somebody when they don't sound excited for themselves. Jason says, Oh, I can't do that. I go in there like that. He said it's audio grinder. (laughs) (laughs) There's, there's those rooms that happen too. 
There's <laughs> those rooms that happen as well. I don't judge, Frank. I don't. But yeah. <laughs> hey, I've only heard because of somebody else that they went into a room where it was bearded men reading to women. Say what? So I've only heard bearded Why? men reading to women. And I heard that from somebody else. And it turned out to be, you know, something else. Than it was, yeah, there's some the, weird rooms. Keith, Keith said... Just get Kat on CH, which I'm assuming exactly. Clubhouse later tonight, and she can see for herself. Hashtag after party. If there's bearded men on there, I, I I'm okay with Clubhouse. <laughs> hey. Reading to women, I'm like, go hey, on. Hey, if there's bearded women on Clubhouse, <laughs> I'm okay with it too. <laughs> so no, you've got to be able to, and the good thing about it is, is like you said you've got to be able to be passionate about it and when you're talking you can you know hear the inflections in people's voices and stuff like that and you can tell who's been rehearsed and you know those that are actually passionate about what they're doing or just want to come in and just say hey what the hell is going on how you doing what's happening and to meet people like i said because of that i landed up i landed to being on a show in the uk they didn't talk to us, but they talked about our product in the yeah. UK because somebody on there heard about us and, you know, we were oh talking, but it was just shooting the shit. You're like famous now. There's memes all over the place about a Marine who started his oh, own yeah. edible crayon company. And I was like, I know that guy. <laughs> I'm like, hey, yeah, I told him how much his there beer sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not mine. It's just the beer that I like to drink that I prefer. So do you ever look at those memes and be like, I'm internet famous, people? Oh, hell yes. <laughs> I never thought I would be here. I landed on a website called cracked.com. <laughs> Didn't know about it until I got tagged. I'm like, what the hell's cracked.com? Okay, here we go. Is it anything like Wish? No. Okay, it, good. It's, yeah, they put out good. weird stories and different things. It's just a little meme basically saying, hey, you know, the guy created edible crayons after the Marines being called crayon ears and put my Lance Corporal Crunch right on there. I'm like, sweet. Nice. Lance Corporal Crunch. I love that name for, for the, uh, what? for your mascot. Lance Corporal Crunch. It sounds like a breakfast okay. cereal. So like, does he get, does he get bossed around by Captain Crunch? I know, right? <laughs> no, no, it's no, his no, no. Bitch. There, there's a story. There's a story behind it. See, I got out as a Sergeant in E5. I was a Lance Corley twice, Lance Corporal twice. So I got busted down and then picked Lance Corporal back up. So when we had the, the mascot created, that was one of my requirements that I said, hey, you got free reign. I just want a Marine crouching down, munching on crayons, and he's got to be a Lance Corporal. And hence, Lance Corporal Crunch was born by oh. Ben Cantwell. That's why I like you. that drew it. Anybody that has held the same rank more than one time, we kind of gravitate towards each other. It's 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 uh we can we can sniff our own people out. Yeah. That was the best wording I could. Oh, please, for the love of God, put that on a t-shirt. I can sniff them out. Ginger and David, if you're is, watching. Is yeah, Ginger and David. Here? I can smell you. Yeah. You sniff my own people yep. out. Where's Ginger uh. and David? Weirdest thing you've ever said. That's not the weirdest thing I've ever said. That's not even top 10. That's not even top 10. So, so. That's not even top 10. In in your pre interview, you kind of teased me with something, and I have no clue where this story is going to go, but I want to know about um, your home ec, uh, home ec 
cooking classes in high school. Oh, and... hey. <laughs> Susie okay. Homemaker? No. no. I, I'm from the backwoods of Ohio. My eighth grade graduating class was like 17, 18 people. When I got to high school, we had like six towns that were brought together, right? So, okay, we're in high school now. I'm not big in, you know, I didn't really socialize with a lot of people. I was bullied as a kid. I was picked on, you know, kid with Tourette syndrome getting picked on. But I'm like, what is the one class that I can go and kind of hang out with people and maybe get to meet some women or girls at that time? And well, yeah. You know, well, hey, maybe you want, maybe hey, you're you do you. Maybe you're in yeah. for the teacher, man. We're not judging. No, she wasn't the greatest. My art teacher was nice. I liked my art teacher. But anyhow. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. I still call her, her, she got married and her name is now Ms. Marple, but I always called her Ms. Whiting and she will still be Ms. Whiting to the day that I die. Okay. <laughs> but anyhow, at home ec, you know, that's where the girls were. And I could get food during class. That's true. So I went in there to be able to eat food and meet some of the women. Now you hear some weird, that's where you all gossip. You are, you don't care who's around. I heard some of the weirdest stuff and <laughs> things that you all did in high school in home at class. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You oh, know, women you know are exactly. Th- don't look at me like that. Oh, I she'll have like like uh, bunko nights and wine nights and shit with all of her girlfriends. And they, I thought the locker room talk with a bunch of military vets was bad. You get a bunch of oh. catty bitches around, and it yeah. is crazy. All right, I'm gonna tell them this story. Right, Big <laughs> so time. we were we were in the department that me and a, a few women I work with were at the hospital having a conversation, and we're. Married women talking about our husbands and stuff, and one of them said, "I don't, I don't know how it got brought up, but she's like, or he could just choke me, no big deal." And I was like, "Yeah, except if you come to emergency room, you got to lie about it." You know, we're talking about that, and she's like, "Yeah, but that's why you have a safe word." And I'm like, "Yeah, but you go, there's only so many times you can be like kiwi, kiwi before he stops." And she's like, "Why kiwi? I don't know. Okay, that's why kiwi." It's just the first thing that popped in my head when I choked myself and I started screaming Kiwi. So then all day, every time they saw me, they would laugh and say Kiwi. Why do you need to say for it if you're choking yourself? No, I'm just saying if your husband, I was playing it out like, oh, shut up. Maybe I get a little rough with myself sometimes. You mind your own fucking business. Kiwi? Kiwi. I don't know. Kiwi is the... And apparently, that's my safe word with myself. Okay, according to JD. I don't think it's possible to choke yourself. Have you tried? Ask, <laughs> hey, ask that, that kung fu fighter that uh, that they found in his closet. But did you die? But did you die? <laughs> Just get a belt, man. Go for it. Try it out. Too late. Much record. Don't die doing no. that. Don't do it. I'm just playing. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> there was that kung fu dude that they found. Uh I can't remember his name. What he was, are you uh, talking about? He was he was uh he was raiding in, in the original Mortal Kombat and then he was in uh the Highlander movies back in the nineties. But they yeah, they found him <laughs> in his closet in his hotel room hanging from a from a belt with his wiener in his hand and he'd been gone for a couple of days when they found him. <laughs> 
said, Kat, you were supposed to use our safe word. I knew it came from somewhere, (laughs) but apparently I'm not supposed to use words that sound like other things like Kiwi can sound like choke me. And I'm like, well, either way, either way I win. So I'm okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) So you're supposed to have something that sounds like nothing else. And I'm like, and Kiwi is what I picked. I don't know. All right. So, so everybody in the military has that drinking story where you know just that, that story. story what is that story that you could uh and, and you can change the names if you have to to protect the innocent and the guilty <laughs> so i i never had any really bad drinking stories yes i had gotten drunk and, and you know passed out and ended up you know doing different things but i've never had any bad drinking stories myself most of mine were sober. So oh, I'm gonna have to, it's even better. I'm going to have to tell you the sober one. So in 98, I was stationed in Kuwait, technically not in Kuwait. You know, whenever you're in the military, they have those certain things that you're deployed, but your DD-214 does not reflect you're deployed. Yeah, I'm one of those guys. But anyhow, so we're in Kuwait and we decided to we were bored on post out in the middle of the desert in 130 some degree weather and we found some pvc pipe did you know that the the gases from the bags of when you heat up the powder that's the mres when you heat your meals is flammable we found out i didn't know it was flammable i knew you could blow shit up with it oh it, 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 it it's 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 flammable and it will actually whenever you get it a nice combustion in there oh it has some pressure behind it so you can imagine where this is going. Combustion, flammable, and PVC pipe. I made a potato gun. Potato oh, gun. <laughs> yes, oh we had a three-inch potato gun. And every morning at about wait, zero wait. 600. Three-inch potato gun. Yeah. Three-inch three diameter. diameter. Three-inch diameter. I was like, that was the most yeah. underwhelming <laughs> diameter I've ever heard in my entire life. I was like three inches. <laughs> like, yeah. You're disappointed by three inches all the time. <laughs> so Not we nearly we, we nearly almost caused an international incident. Because this was early in the morning. We finally got it put together after a couple days tinkering with it. And then we would, you know, test out the you know the powder and you know how we'd get a nice and good like launch in this thing. So we decided to sh- save up and get everything situated and put like 30 of these things in oh, the cha- in the back oh. chamber of it, right? And we slapped a grapefruit in this thing. <laughs> Every morning at about 0600, this Kuwaiti guy would run around the base. We were on a Kuwaiti tank base, right? Literally from us to where he was, would had to have been easily 75 yards. And we launched this thing, and we didn't even notice it. And all of a sudden, we see him coming around. Next thing we know, bonk, it hit him on the head, sent him to the ground. And we are, like, quickly destroying this thing. Breaking it down, <laughs> ruining every single amount of evidence. Dismantle. Oh, yeah. You didn't yell something creative, like, take your vitamin C, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you have no clue 
what would happen to us if we created an international incident? It, that's like one of the worst things you ever want to do. So, so you're we like, destroyed this. airplane. <laughs> we hurried up and destroyed this thing. And then we went, you know, my other guy, I, I said him because I stayed at post. I sent the freaking Lance Corporal because I was a corporal at the time. I sent him to go check on him. I'm like, dude, don't say a word. Just check on him. You know, we saw you fall. We don't know what's going on. You know, go. Luckily, on the outside of that, there was an actual trail that cars would drive on outside the fence area. Right? So. I went on a drive-by. You saw me. You did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we blamed it on a drive-by fruiting. <laughs> Straight up right? doubtfire. Well, well done. Yes. Well done. <laughs> yeah. And we were sitting there. You, you talking about sitting there through a brief. And now, mind you, we had, and, and I hope he doesn't see this, but if he does, I, I, I'm sorry. We had, um, he was the, he actually was the director of NASA. I'm not going to say his name. I'm just going to say he was the director of NASA at one point in time. He was the general in charge. And when you're sitting there in front of him, just getting, you know, quite, we're all getting, you know, yelled at and this and that. And, you know, it was my post to keep a straight face and to stick to your story that we all of a sudden we saw him drop. We had once I stayed on post, sent him out there to check on him, see what's going on. We both afterwards literally had to go hide to freaking just let it out. It was, it was (laughs) that it was, it was painful, but funny as hell. That is awesome. Absolutely awesome. Well, I'm glad we didn't go to war over it, but good for you. <laughs> yeah, because that's right. When I was going in, so I would have gone to war for a fucking grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> the Great Produce War of 98. <laughs> it's the Citrus yep. Wars, baby. It's the Citrus Wars. That's what it was. It's like, not the Spice Wars, the Citrus Wars. The, citrus the most wars. underwhelming yep. breakfast fruit of all time caused this war. <laughs> You know, that's just- <laughs> it's funny. All right, so you uh, did you have something to say? Before? Yeah, yeah. With, with with the potato guns, I've always wanted to do something where I want to make like a, a the same principle, but make a potato cannon. But instead of potatoes, use the big red dodgeballs that we all got hit with as kids. Ping. With yeah, makes that beautiful ping sound. But use uh, like a, a gutted water heater and like. Launch them with some butane so you get a good velocity out of it. So when it hits you, it leaves those red dimples all over your face and you said that ping. <laughs> um I've done that. With a water heater? Please tell me yes. Oh my god, you're you're my fucking hero, my, man. Dude, I'm a I'm a redneck from the backwoods of Ohio. We engineered and built stuff. Why do you think I became a woodworker and then I'm now I'm creating, you know, these crayons? I have a you know, we built you know? and created everything. And it was we literally would make bombs out. Okay, we would literally make things that would explode out of dip cans. Okay, Frank, look. All right, All right. We, we didn't care. We we made stuff and we literally made one. And you you have the small. It wasn't a dodgeball, but it was it was like smaller, you know, bouncy balls that were really tough back in the day when I was a kid. We took freaking call, um the cardboard culvert pipes. That you know, it insert you know the big cardboard things, and we yeah, turn yeah. that into a potato gun to launch that thing. Yes. So I have known you for about an hour officially. 
And you've already talked about making two different kinds of weapons. I'm starting to see why you weren't so popular in school. Just saying. No, okay. I, I, I was. I don't understand I, how many nobody, weapons I I've created. I got picked on. Hey, the chemistry set when I grew up was amazing. We can't well, we have did, those we, we did some uh, some Gary. MRE uh, bombs with a. Where you get the MRE heater packet. So we filled like, it was like 10 of them inside of a three liter bottle and filled it up and, and then leaned a spare tire off a pickup on top of that because a friend of ours didn't believe us that it, it would explode. And we thought we would just like turn the, 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 the tire over. <laughs> no, that some bitch flew like three, four foot in the air and then bounced a lot and then rolled and we had to chase it like three houses down before it finally stopped. Oh, Frank, you are Mark's spirit I, animal. <laughs> hey, I, I learned that, from, like I said, the chemistry sets. From having those chemistry sets when I was a kid, you play with different things. That's how I learned that the works and aluminum foil will do the same concept. What the hell? There's all, all <laughs> kinds of things that I could say that work. However, being on a recorded media, I am going to play like, the okay, fifth. I grew up on 150 acres. Like, I mean, I, I'm no. What the hell is wrong with y'all? <laughs> I, I well, your dad was also a fire chief. That's true. My dad was a fire chief. My mom was a nurse. That that was not going to happen. Will you stop that? I put it there for a reason. I'm seeing people's. I comments. put it there for a reason. I, you stay out. You're talking to a guy that actually swam in a pond that the sewer plant ran into. Okay, that explains it, it, so, it, so much. <laughs> you know, that explains more than anything like, else on this entire like, interview. And your children are <laughs> fine, right? No extra fingers. Yes. Cells, no. They actually have, they had uh, uranium mines about 15 miles sure from where did. I grew up, mm-hmm. and people would swim in them. Yeah, they'd swim in those. Mm-hmm. And the water was beautiful. It glowed this great blue color, and it's super, super, super deep. There's no way you could touch the bottom in one breath. And and people would still try, but it was it, you could see all the way to the bottom, it crystal clear. They and, need to do some research on that because everybody in his hometown gets pregnant, including us. So oh, yeah. oh no, they're just trashy. Oh, got it. All right. <laughs> so it's a fer- so it's a fertilizer. Yeah, yeah, very maybe, much. so. maybe it makes you grow another <laughs> uterus, so you start getting pregnant more often. Fuck if I know. All right, I'm the only one with the would you rather, so I'm going to use my time. Are you ready? Do it. It's so stupid, y'all. I picked a stupid one, but I think it's funny. So would you rather have every song you hear on the radio slowly turn into All Star by Smash Mouth? (laughs) Or would you rather every movie you're watching slowly turn into the Shrek movie? Okay, so I don't know the the, the the song you said. I have no clue. Hey now, so, you're an all star. Get your clothes off. Get laid or some shit like that. Oh, that yes. song. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I would say it would have to be Shrek because I do cite Shrek quite a few times, especially you know at dinner time and other things. You know, Shrek always says it's better. You know, better out than in. Oh my God. Say so you would never be able to watch a full movie. By the end of it, it's going to be Shrek. You're going to be like, did you ever see Titanic? Like, dude, that fucking Greek idea scared the shit out of me. You're, you're going to be watching some mystery and I'm like, and and the murderer was Donkey. <laughs> I thought you say, as long as, as long as it's got Donkey, we're good. <laughs> Man, I don't know which, which direction I'd go with that one. Um, that would make your. Um, 
search history on your computer is a little more interesting if it all integrated into Shrek. Oh, God. <laughs> Shrek porn. I, why do I have a thing for Fiona now? Oh, <laughs> oh, I want to be a fat green Cameron Diaz doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's why you want to go search the internet for Tales from the Foxhole. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, oh no, no, we're not doing oh. that. <laughs> no. So. Those of you just showing up, welcome to the well choreographed <laughs> shit show of Southpaw's Tales from the Barstool. Where porn turns into Shrek. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you so, so do you think Shrek's <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Yes. Yes, I do. Or like oh. yellow. It's got to Ye- be yellow. Oh, it's right? like mucus yellow. yellow. And oh you my can't God. tell if he's urinated or like gone. Yeah, that that would be an interesting life right there. All right, so let's get oh. these. Let's get this back on the tracks. <laughs> a golden shower would have a near, whole new oh meaning. God. <laughs> Oh, this is just no. no. We're delving no. into into regions <laughs> in which we should never. Oh my You're gonna have to give me a second to get my fucking head back on straight after that one. I would well, honestly. You had to. You, just, you had to bring me on for it to happen. So. Oh my god! I still would think Shrek, though, man. I wouldn't let my music interrupted, and that's what Lindsay said too. She wants her music intact. I agree. Uh, music's my my thing. I listen to it all the time, and if it turned into All Star, eventually, I'd I, I'd know. <laughs> I'd have to cut off my ears and mail them to Smash Mouth or something. Van Gogh yourself. Yeah, you can go Van Gogh. Fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm not listening to that shit again. <laughs> so, what do you think, Shrek yeah. or All Star? Um. I think I'd have to go Shrek. Yeah. Just, oh wow. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I could. I could do the no. No Smash Mouth. <laughs> no Smash Mouth. <laughs> Bad Smash Mouth. His eye was twitching. <laughs> yeah, that's just yeah. No. Nope. That was amazing though, and now I'm gonna be pondering as I. Uh, so I have to work tomorrow. I have to be up at four thirty in the morning. I'm gonna be up until one thinking about Shrek's jizz. So what color it is? <laughs> is it like a hunter green? <laughs> no, I bet since he's a magical creature, it oh comes out like unicorn fucking sparkly rainbow colors oh. and shit. You know what it would look good on you? Green. <laughs> green. Green. You like a pearl necklace? It's green too. <laughs> Everything's green. That's just horrendous. I know. It got real ugly there, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's move on. Mm-mm. Please. Let's 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 take ourselves out of that fucking hole. Frank, you're disturbing. How, why did you bring this up? <laughs> oh man. Blame her. I just I just said it and she rolled with she rolled with everything else after Shrek. Blame her. Look, my cup says hers, not her. Get it right. Okay, hers. Okay. Can you see it? Can I don't know. The oh, water's probably oh. destroyed it. So these 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 pint glasses have like this uh, chalkboard chalkboard tape or something on it, so you can write stuff on it. But I guess with the moisture from the from the drink, the the condensation. There's the word I was looking for. Move on, man. Move on. I let you talk about fucking ogre jizz for twenty goddamn minutes. Let me talk about condensation for three fucking seconds. Good God. Ogre jizz is intriguing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Poor Frank. 
drink. I'll make him spit uh, out his drink. <laughs> and with that, I'm broke. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you broke me. <laughs> I can't. But, uh, y'all, it went off the rails and we're not getting it back on. That's what's happening. But we are reaching. Uh, what's up? You say it, something? It's not the first. It's not the first time that I've been on it, and something's you know the rails have just went off. Just go ask DP and everybody on the Veterans Network on their Friday Night Live. Yeah, so perfect. Yeah. Well, so, well, uh, so you're the common denominator. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, he's uh, yeah. You're the uh, yeah. instigator, the the <laughs> ringmaster. <laughs> well, Frank, it was awesome to finally. Okay, I know we met once before, but finally meet you and get to know you. So thank you for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much, I Frank, for coming it. on, especially on such short notice. Um, he didn't know he was going to be here. So yesterday we had somebody back out and he filled the slot and he filled the slot so you well. Did, you dirty bitch. I bet you did. <laughs> but, uh, thank you all for coach. tuning in. Don't forget to let all your friends know to come. Let all your friends uh, go rules. to. Yes, and go to uh, crownsreadytoeat.com and help with the uh, crowdfunding because we can't get this shit shipped out of California until he raises enough money and to And he can't be one it. of our sponsors like Warhorse Legacy until y'all help him get this off the ground and get him to Texas exactly. and out of California for crying out loud. Shame. <laughs> so, yeah, y'all definitely need to make sure that you start inviting all your friends because we are going to be going to where it's going to be strictly private to the group soon because we're going to be having some bigger names. I can't mention any yet, but we've not got some... Not you're not a big name, Frank. Rude. Well, some, some, uh, some real celebrities. No offense. <laughs> We're, hey, we're all fake celebrities in this room right now. I, I'm just a crown eating jarhead redneck, so we're He's good. Internet famous. He's that's just as good <laughs> as being a celebrity. He's internet famous, and I know him personally. Fucking a, and I'm getting some crowns asap. <laughs> yeah, you better send us some as yep. soon as you get it up and running. Oh, I will. Trust me, I will. We'll eat them on the air. <laughs> All right, so hang tight just a second. We're going to end this up, and uh, we'll talk to you right after the show, Frank. So hang on. Hey, thanks again, everybody, for joining us on South Paws Tales of the Barstool. Thank you, Kat, for uh, breaking me with Ogre Jizz. And uh, we're going to call Anytime. it a night. Anytime. Y'all have a great night. If y'all are out drinking, please be safe and get yourself an Uber or call a Navy friend. We'll talk to you guys later. Love y'all. Bye.